Hey, Shalene. My name is Connie Smith, and I am from Waxahachie, Texas. And I just got finished listening to your podcast 524, This Too Shall Pass, It Ain't That Bad. And I just wanted to tell you thank you. This really resonated with me. I'm always telling my daughter, you know, everything is temporary. And, you know, right now they're just kind of going through a season. And I do tell her all the time, this is only temporary. And it is what you make it. You just have to be positive. And so listening to your podcast today, it just kind of really hit home with me. And I thank you. <laughs> I enjoy listening to you. You're so upbeat. Love all your positivity. And uh, just thank you. I love you. I mean it. Oh, my gosh. I'm so happy you're here. I'm so lucky you're here. There's a million trillion podcasts. Everyone has a podcast. If you listen to the podcast, that's just prior to this podcast episode. It was with my mom and dad, Bill and Marge, and they want to start their own podcast. My point is there's a million podcasts you can be listening to, and I am forever grateful that you've decided to spend time with me because you are freaking awesome. And that's what we're talking about today, how to break that habit of thinking anything other than the facts. And the facts are, you are incredible. Welcome to The Shalene Show. Shalene is a New York Times bestselling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. So today I'm going to give you five very realistic things that you can do to literally change the cycle of negative thinking. I know you've heard podcasts on this before and you've maybe read articles or you've heard some expert talk about you know how to change negative self-talk. And some of the tips and suggestions that people give you are so corny and they sound great, but like freaking no one does this. So I spent some time talking to people who by their own admission were once very negative, like really spoke negatively in their head to themselves. Like they trash talked themselves. And I spent some time asking like, okay, so what did you do? Like, how did you change this? And do any of these other tips that we've heard like, Make a list of all the positive qualities and traits that you have. Did those things work? And while most people I talked to said, yeah, eh, they work. I just don't really think I did those things. And I said, all right, well, let me take inventory of what you did do that's realistic because I want to help people with this. Now, before I go much further, the first thing I should do for you is help you figure out if, in fact, this is a good episode for you to listen to. I don't want to waste your time. So. If you're dealing with this and you're even just slightly aware that you do it sometimes and you want to change it, well, then you should listen. But even more motivating than that, I think, is the results of five psychological studies recently conducted that demonstrated, get this, that those people who have a consistent pattern of negative self-talk have a direct negative correlation with goal mastery. In other words, the higher people reported that they, or the more highly people think of themselves, the more highly people speak to themselves in their head, the more likely those people are to actually accomplish the things that they set out to do. And you have a lot of things you want to do, your life to look a certain way. I know you do. So if that's important to you and you can't figure out like, okay, why isn't it happening? It's not that the world's conspiring against you. It may have a lot to do with this negative criticism, that self-criticism that we all can get into the habit of. And it sometimes lies dormant. You don't even realize you're doing it because you know you're a positive person. See, here's the thing. Positive people, right? The people who are like 
always in a good mood. They always, you know, say nice things. They even see the good in other people. They're not doom and gloom. They're just like really positive people. If that's you, you don't often admit that you're mean or negative or really hard on yourself because you're like, well, I'm a positive person. So today, that's one of the first things I'm going to ask you to do. In fact, that's step one. Let's get right to this. Step one is you've got to catch yourself. You can't fix something that you don't know is broke. Like one of the scariest traits to me is when someone doesn't know they have a problem. Like that's a problem. When you don't know you have a problem, that's a problem. I think I talked about this in another episode where I think one of the most endearing positive traits and qualities that people have is when they own their shortcomings. And that doesn't mean that you beat yourself up over it. It means that you realize, you know what? I missed the mark there. Or you know what? That's my bad. You know what? This is something I have to work on with me. And so that's really important. If you say that you are a person who's into growth, if you truly are into growth, you have to realize, you have to identify the areas where you need to grow. You got to catch yourself in this. So that's step one. You got to catch yourself. And the reason why we do this why we can trash talk ourselves or even just have that like quick negative thought, you know, sometimes it's fleeting. Like you mess up or you miss a turn, you make a mistake, which we all do. And you can just go, oh, dang it. Or you can just say in your head, why are you so stupid? Why weren't you paying attention? Oh my God, you're such a loser. You're always late. You know, these little tiny quick voices that we don't even realize sometimes because it's not actually a voice. I mean, sometimes you're saying these things out loud. That's like a whole nother level. But I think the majority of us is just, it's a quick thought. So we dismiss it not as being negative self-talk because we're like, oh, I just had this thought. But that thought is in fact you trash talking you. And the only way we ever change, the only way we ever get better is when we feel good. Now you let me know the last time you felt good when someone was name calling you, trash talking you, saying mean or cruel things or criticizing you. And that never makes you feel good ever, ever, never, ever. So what makes us think that it serves us, right? Like you want to change. You want to be a better person. So going about it by criticizing yourself is as foolish as it would be to criticize your child and think that they're going to turn out better because of it. Although, speaking of children and childhoods, I think that's where some of this comes from, especially those of us who really struggle with it. Like if that's something like you are always hard on yourself, it's often because that self-criticism was, or that criticism, I should say, is something you experienced as a child, like a parent who has thought that they were being helpful by pointing out the things that you were doing wrong, thought that their feedback would allow you to correct course and be a more perfect individual, which is often just stems from their own feelings of inadequacy. But it just keeps getting passed down and passed down and passed down. And you know you didn't love it. And you know it didn't make you feel very loved or lovable, but yet it became a habit. You kept hearing it and that, that voice gets stuck in your head and it makes a little like a groove in your brain and you just keep playing it on loop and now you don't even realize it's not even the tape of your voice that's playing in your head. It's like a recording of someone else's voice, something someone else said, and it's just repeating in your head. So most of the time when we start thinking these thoughts in our own head, it's because 
somehow we believe that if we think these thoughts, it's going to foster self-improvement. We believe in some way, in some manner, that if we think these thoughts, that we will correct ourselves and we'll want to obey these thoughts. But honestly, the opposite is true. It's only when we're kind and loving to ourselves, it's only when we give ourselves grace and see the best in ourselves and believe the best in ourselves that we truly have the ability to be better. This is not going to shock you, but nine out of 10 couples each prefer a different type of mattress. One person might like it kind of soft. One person likes it kind of firm. That's why y'all need a sleep number bed because a sleep number bed allows you to adjust your side to fit your needs, what it is you love. Okay, so at the moment, I don't know about you, but I have been trying to sleep on my back. But in the middle of the night, I will often find that I've flipped over onto my side. And that's another reason why I love my sleep number bed because with its new sleep number, sleep IQ technology, it literally senses your movement and it adjusts, which is amazing. So in the past, when I would like flip over or whatever, I would wake up in the middle of the night with like my arm half asleep or my leg half asleep or just waking up because I was uncomfortable. Well, that doesn't happen when you have a sleep number bed. I'm not kidding. This is the first time in our lives, I think, Brett and I both are at the same sleep number. We're both at a 90. I'm really proud to have Sleep Number as a sponsor of our show because it's a product, it's a company that we have been fans of for the last 18 years. Pretty amazing, right? And that's because their beds are superior. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed not only senses your movements and adjusts for you in the middle of the night, it also has Sleep IQ technology inside the bed. It literally tracks how you're sleeping and gives you insights on that. Because remember, what we don't track, what we don't measure, it's hard to improve and everybody needs to improve their sleep. Discover proven quality sleep and save 50% on the 360 limited edition smart bed now during the ultimate sleep number event. It's only at a sleep number store near you and in order to find a sleep number store near you, here's what you do. Go to sleepnumber.com forward slash Shalene. Go there. That will tell sleep number that you listen to the show. You're a lifer. You'll find a store by you and save 50% on the 360 limited edition smart bed. So the second tip that I have for you is to reframe your observation. Now, I can't tell you that you can't catch yourself when you make a mistake. You have to catch yourself sometimes when you make a mistake or when you see something that you wish you could improve. Okay, so let's just talk real. I find that for a lot of women, this negative self-talk often pertains to their intelligence and their body and their appearance. That when we look in the mirror and it's getting worse and worse and worse because of social media, we look in the mirror and what we don't see is the fact that what we're comparing ourselves to is a filter. Someone who's been photoshopped is someone who doesn't even look like that in real life. Okay, here's a true story and I can't divulge the name of the individual, but I happen to know a certain celebrity plastic surgeon who's in the greater LA area who happens to treat a lot of celebrities and Instagram models, right? Like, you know who I'm talking about, like the people who they're just huge on Instagram because they have beautiful bodies or beautiful lips or whatever. They're beautiful, right? And they just post all these like selfies, whatever. So I was having a conversation with this plastic surgeon who shall remain nameless. 
And this plastic surgeon told me, you would be shocked to know what many of these women actually look like in person. And this plastic surgeon said, listen, I'm doing some great work. They definitely look better, that's for sure. But I'm telling you what, even with all the work that they're doing, they don't look anything like what you're seeing on Instagram. This person said, I don't even recognize these people when they post their photos and videos. But we don't know that. So we look in the mirror and we're like, wow, I look like you say those negative things to yourself. Or you try on an outfit and you don't look the way you hoped you would look. Or something doesn't look or doesn't fit the way you wish it did. You look in the mirror and there's parts that are sagging and dragging. And you just don't look the way you want to look. Now, something you've heard before is never compare yourself to others. That's great. But we all freaking do it. I wish we didn't. I wish I didn't. But we all do it. So instead, let's just work with that. Let's just work with the fact that that's a natural thing that we all do. We all compare ourselves. But instead of comparing yourself to an unrealistic, not even real, a fictitious, perfect person, I want you to compare yourself to someone who you know, well, at least I'm better off than that person. You guys, I'm not trying to be mean, but we all know there's someone who's a little worse off than us. It might not be someone you know, but it's someone you've seen. Whether it's like, well, at least I have better hair than so-and-so. Well, at least I've got better proportions than so Like, I just think this is a more realistic approach. I can tell you not to compare yourself to anyone, but if you're going to do it, you're going to do it, and you might as well do it in a way that makes you feel a little bit better about yourself. Yes, everyone is beautiful. Yes, everyone has beauty inside of them. No, we shouldn't compare ourselves to others, but it's what we do. And if you can't stop yourself from doing it, I'm suggesting that you at least compare yourself to someone who makes you feel a little better about yourself. Now, obviously, you've heard this a million times before too, but for some reason you haven't done it, you need to unfollow all those people who you find yourself comparing yourself to. Just unfollow them. There's a difference between being inspired by someone and also feeling envious and comparing yourself to them. There's a big difference and you know the difference. You can feel the difference. I do it all the time. I will mute people that I love, but I just, I can't handle you right now in this stage of my life because I'm trying to focus on this and you're doing this over here and I'm just comparing myself and it's making me feel worse about myself. So I'm just going to mute you for a little while. It's not you. It's me, girlfriend. And I'm not going to unfollow this person because I really do love them. And sometimes I am inspired by them. But in, in this moment, like what they're doing right now, I'm not into it. I mean, I, maybe I am into it, but it's making me compare myself in not a good way. So I need to mute them. And then I find other accounts that frankly, they make me feel better about myself. They make me feel like I got it going on, like I'm doing okay, like things aren't that bad, like you look really good. Shaleen, you look good. Like that's what I want to say when I look at myself in the mirror. And that's what I'm learning to say. I'm not telling you I'm perfect at this. I still will try things on and go, why are you bloated today? Like I won't necessarily call myself a name, but I'm at a stage now where I'll question like, why do you look tired today? You know, and that's still a negative statement, but I'm trying to catch myself and reframe it and say, you know what? It doesn't matter because that friend of yours is the same age. She let herself go. And I will literally, I know I would never say this out loud, but by having that conversation in my head, it starts to bolster my confidence. And we need that. If we don't believe in ourselves, who is going to believe in ourselves? It doesn't make you a lesser person. It doesn't mean you think you're better than someone else. It just means 
You're bolstering your own confidence and you need to do this. Don't feel guilty about it. Do it. Step three is to notice the negative thought and replace it with what your best friend or your biggest fan would say. Like sometimes that's your mom or your aunt or a sister or maybe it's one of your followers. Like what would they say? So catch yourself, stop yourself, recognize the phrase that you just said, something like, oh girl, why do you look so tired today? And ask yourself, what would your best friend say? Or your biggest supporter? Like what would they be saying? And then just repeat that. Like you don't have to say it out loud because that's corny. Who's going to do that? But like think it in your head and like feel it. Actually sit with it for a moment. Own it. Accept it. Step four, because we're talking about changing this habit and negative self-talk is a habit. It's a bad habit that gets worse. So step four is to notice how much better you feel when you think nice things about yourself, when you give yourself grace, when you are kind to yourself. I want you to celebrate those moments. Okay, so this week I turned 51 years old. Thank you very little. And I'm quite proud of that. In fact, I think I have age dysmorphia. I actually think that I look younger than my age, considerably younger than my age. Thank you. And I am kind of annoyed that when I tell people I'm 51, they're like, oh, wow, you look good. I'm like, that's not the reaction I'm looking for, people. I want to, you look amazing. I want that kind of reaction because you've had that reaction before when you meet people. I'm going for that reaction. I don't know if I need to have surgeries or things injected or what, but like I look in the mirror and I'm telling you, I'm 51 years old. And this week I was noticing, I feel really good. And I was saying that to myself in the mirror, like I'm not trying to brag or anything. I'm just saying, I'm recognizing that I feel good when I think nice thoughts about myself. So for my birthday, I never do this, but I posted a couple of, to my Instagram stories, photos of myself in bathing suits. That's just so not me, but I'm like, I'm 51. Who cares? Let's just do it. And when I took the photos, I did not beat myself up. I looked down, I'm like, dang, I should post these to my feed if I, it wouldn't completely embarrass my children. And it wasn't a little quote off brand. I probably would. And then I stopped myself. I'm like, those are nice thoughts. You just thought very nicely of yourself. This is a good thing. And I felt really great about it. And I felt great about myself like the entire night, like that I looked at those photos. And sure, there's somewhere it's like, oh, that's not as flattering as that photo. But in general, I thought nice thoughts about myself. I had to take note of that and realize like that made me feel really confident. That made me feel really good. So I want you to notice when you think positive thoughts, because sometimes in the past, I wonder if you've ever done this. I'll look at myself in the mirror. It's often about appearance, right? And I'll look at myself in the mirror and go, you look good. Oh, I bet that mirror's wrong. I bet that's a skinny mirror. Have you ever done that? You'll look in the mirror and you're like, wow, looking fit today. And then I'll like talk myself out of the nice compliment and say, well, it's probably just the outfit. Have you done that? Well, let's not do that anymore. Let's notice when we think a nice thought and just hold it. Like, don't let it escape and don't replace it with a negative thought. All right. My fifth and final tip for you is to right now in this moment, think about what it is you want to be. So when we say something negative to ourselves in our head, like you're always late or oh, you've let yourself go or you're stupid, like those are negative thoughts that we're saying because we think we can shame ourselves into self-improvement. And what we want is the opposite. We want to say, you're always early. You're super organized. You look great. You look fit. You look healthy. 
you look vibrant, you look rested, you're smart, you're intelligent. So when you think about all the qualities that you want to have, I want you to focus on those qualities and start calling yourself those things and noticing the times when you are those things, right? So let's say, for example, you want to be on time. You can't always call yourself out for being late. Like today, look at me. Look at me this week being all positive with myself. It's a Saturday morning and I had two appointments, one at 6 a.m. and one at noon, right? Noon. Wait, I went at 6 a.m. I had three appointments. Oh my God, I had three appointments. I had one at 6 a.m. I had one at 9 a.m. and I had one at 12.15 and I was on time to all three. Like I was actually early to one of them. And I was driving in my car thinking, look at you. You should tell Brett about this. Like I was really proud of myself because it's not easy for me to do. I can do it. But more often than not, I beat myself up if I'm a few minutes late instead of recognizing all of the times when I'm on time and making a big deal about it and celebrating it because that's what I want to be. So instead of focusing on your negative qualities, commend yourself, celebrate and monument the times when you are embodying the qualities of what it is you want to be and tell yourself those things because your actions will follow your thoughts. We become what we think. So if we think we're out of shape and tired and looking old and looking haggard and that we're, you know, we're stupid and we're always late. Well, guess what you're going to be? You're going to be all those things. I'm a horrible mom. Yeah. Then you're going to be a horrible mom. You know, I'm, I'm not loved by my husband. Well, then you're not going to be loved by your husband. Like you become your thoughts. That's what dictates what your life looks like. So this is a pretty important thing for you to change. Those are your five tips. Those are the five things I need you to work on. These are very realistic. They're very doable. You can start practicing these things right now. I don't want you to forget them. So take a screenshot of our show notes. Oh, by the way, if we read your review, thank you for writing those for my birthday. I love you. That was so awesome. Those are the best gifts ever. And I was really pandering for those podcast reviews for Build Your Tribe and The Shaleen Show. I know I was, but gifts are not my love language. So thank you for those of you who wrote reviews. I really do appreciate that. And I promise I'll stop bugging you until you stop writing the reviews. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. Yes, I am. No, I'm not. Anyways, thank you for writing those. Work on this, okay? This is going to be the year where things start to change, and that doesn't change until we change our thinking. And it starts with the way you think of yourself because you are amazing. You have to believe that. And all change happens when we feel good about ourselves. So anything you're trying to change this year, you better start by taking better care and being much nicer to you. No more trash talking. How dare you? You're amazing. It's not right. It's not fair. It's not cute. And it's not helping. Start thinking and saying amazing things about yourself. So do me a favor. Send me an Instagram message with a compliment about you. Tell me how freaking awesome you are. All right. I love you. I mean it. You're the bomb.com. And I'll talk to you Wednesday. Hey, this is Ashley Sweeney, registered dietitian and program director for Shalene's 131 Method. Do you want to lose weight fast, drop some pounds before a wedding or before heading on vacation? Sign up today for a free seven-day meal plan designed to help you lose weight fast and feel great. No crazy fads, just real nutrition and real weight loss. Sign up today for free at shaleen.com forward slash weight loss.